Hi, and welcome to this episode of The Property Pod. I'm joined today by Ola. Ola is a work experience uh, member of Atwells. She has done two weeks work experience and is going to help um, do a bit more work with the marketing team for her degree. She currently studies at Suffolk University, um, which is a local university to us, obviously based in Ipswich, and she's studying law. So we just wanted in this podcast to discuss how you get into the legal um, industry, how you can become a solicitor, and just break down the barriers to that. I think when people think about law firms, they think about solicitors, they tend to see, you know, an older white man maybe in a, in a suit, quite stuffy, quite grand. We're breaking down those barriers and changing those concepts at Wells. As you can probably tell, I'm a little bit on the punky side. I tend to have bright hair, tends to be quite short. I'm not a traditional... Um, legal person okay I work in the marketing department so maybe there's, there's a bit of an aspect that you you know you would associate with that but traditionally um, the people who work in our firm are quite laid back they're very different it's not as you would expect we don't live up to the stereotypes we're proud to be different so we want to try and convey that in the work we do and and try and get that message out to the general community that actually you know you can have a career in in law it doesn't matter about your background i've not come from a particularly prestigious background but those of you who are local or to holy wells in the 1990s it's changed now but at the time it was pretty pretty rough it, it, so and there's a couple of us that have had similar backgrounds you know who have not particularly come from money or wealth and and we've we've come from estates um and you know we've worked our way up it, it those type of things no longer matter you know I, I myself i'm studying a master's degree but when i left school i left with no gcse's and i've been able to do that myself outside of uh school so that we're just gonna have a broad conversation about that and and about how you can get into law so i just want people to be very open-minded by the fact if if you're thinking this is not for me i can't possibly do this actually you probably could so yeah. we're going to work on that basis of being very open-minded. So anyway, without further ado, I'm going to welcome Ola and we're going to ask a few Hi. questions. <laughs> that was a very long introduction. <laughs> um, so my first question is, you know, to, to always to my guests is to find out a little bit about them. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little about, about yourself. Yes, yeah, so my name is Ola. I study at the University of Suffolk. I'm going into my second year. In my first year, I was the youngest student because I started at 17, which was pretty scary. Um, however I got on fine which is always great Um, outside of university I work part-time and I enjoy doing some yoga as well and I run a blog outside of university for my Instagram where I talk about like studying studying law overall university life and I try to promote mental health awareness as well a lot so yeah I think that's yeah I think that's really good the mental health aspect during covid yes has definitely. definitely yeah has definitely been great definitely felt, felt it myself in terms of like life became going to and from work and that was it and the restrictions you had yeah some definitely. people haven't even left their house i mean there was a time when we were just working from home um it, it has become strained and also yeah. i think it to discuss college and uh university life is quite good people mm-hmm. think it's like parties and you turn up for the odd class like you see yeah in the films and you sort of sit in this big big auditorium <laughs> and you're just listening 
it's not like that definitely not <laughs> definitely <It's> not, not. <laughs> you end up getting piles of books and taking notes and post-it yeah. notes become your friend definitely that's, yeah that's what I found. yeah <laughs> good stationery i do like stationery me too <laughs> so my second question is um what course are you studying and what does it involve so i study law um at the university of suffolk it's the qualifying degree to becoming a solicitor even though now it's changing a bit and you don't have to have a law yeah. degree to qualify but i'm just in the basic law degree llb to qualify okay yeah so what um i touched upon there is there's been some changes to how you can now um, become a a solicitor or, or a liar. Um, I'm going to put some information about that in the in the bottom of the video because it's quite an interesting part. It's relatively yeah. new, um, but it does mean that there are different routes, and you don't necessarily have to have a degree. Um, there's someone who worked within our, who was actually now a partner who worked within our um, law firm, and he started off at a very early trainee level and and worked their and they worked their way up. Um, so you can actually do this in a non-educational route and you can also go to degree route, yeah. which is what which is what you're doing which both are equally <laughs> good routes so it, it, yeah, it depends definitely. on your own personal preference i'm with you i probably would have taken the d- degree route yeah just because i feel like there's some importance in having a degree definitely. and for me having credits yeah um for those of you who don't know credits are what you you obtain when you do um gcse's i believe but A levels, degrees, um, masters, yeah. um, and then it goes on when you do a PhD. If you have credits, you can then go on and use those credits to take on other courses. So it's always very important to have credits Definitely. because it gives you options. Even if you've completed, say you're you're doing A levels and you feel like this is not for me, my advice would be to stick it out to complete the course because those credits then mean you can go on and do a degree that may be slightly different or completely yeah. different i think in most cases yeah. i mean i'm trying to think what i got mine in now i think it's ledger and tourism i ended up doing a um graphic design degree mm-hmm. which was nothing like what i've studied in college but because i had the credits i could go off and do that so that would be my advice for a level students is is to sort of stick it out even if it's not quite right for you yeah. just so you can get do, do degree likewise you can vary from the degree to your master's if you're going down that route. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to master's to PhD, as I'm discovering, you have to have a, a very relatable um, course. So for example, I'm studying marketing and I could do interventive marketing or I could do strategic marketing, but I couldn't do um, science, for example, just yeah. put an example out there. It has to be relatable when you get to that level. Um, God, we went really off track then. <laughs> so, <laughs> going back to the COVID, um, mm-hmm. we, how did that impact your studying? How have you found that? Oh, it really hit me hard. <laughs> it really did. Um, I was so used to always going to school, attending school, attending college. And then when suddenly, at towards the end of my college, before I even started uni, we ended up online. And it was such a mess at the time. Um, the lessons were all over the place. Our work had to change. So for example, I was meant to take exams and they got canceled. And instead we had to write a massive piece that was quite similar to, obviously not a dissertation, but of a similar nature, like a massive essay piece towards the end of yeah. the 
college degree degree oh my god towards college yeah um and it was just a mess and then for university when I started we had blended learning so it was basically half online and half there in person which I enjoyed and then lockdown came and everything was online and getting a degree through essentially FaceTime and group chats and emails is very difficult obtaining that it's very stressful um but I'm happy to say I managed it you just have to it took me time to get used to it for sure and see what works for me and what doesn't but I managed to get there but it was definitely not easy at all definitely not and it still probably won't if we ever have future lockdowns which fingers crossed we don't but if that ever comes down to it once again having to jump from learning in person to online now that we've done it it probably is a bit easier because we know where we stand but it's still going to be difficult so I just hope we remain in person where possible I think definitely um can relate to that my degrees with um Arden it's, mm-hmm. it's a, a long distance course so yeah I, I have a portal that I enter into and so I'm doing my master's all online yeah it is challenging it I, I found the support to be the most hard like there'd the be conversations that I would have had with my tutor that would have been quite natural and organic mm-hmm. whereas they're not so much because of the distance so you tend to ask less questions yeah um that's what I've found that I guess the benefit for me for long distance I was that I was able to remain um at work I was able mm-hmm. to stay local yeah I was able to do all those things that I wouldn't have been able to do if I was attending yeah. university Definitely. because obviously the classes tend to be during the day and I work during the day so I'm able then to, I was able to obtain she says <laughs> on my final bit hopefully obtain my marketing degree in evenings and weekends mm-hmm so for someone who's watching this podcast who's maybe a bit older like myself and is trying to get back into education, long distance learning is something that I would definitely recommend. You have to be very committed and you have to be quite focused yeah, yeah to, to what you're doing, which is, I can imagine, is different from... Yeah, yeah when it makes you, it easier you if you class. enjoy it though, for yeah, sure. definitely. if you're stuck doing a degree that you either got pushed into or pushed yourself into not knowing if you enjoy it, then that's going to make it a bit yeah. more difficult to motivate yourself that. <laughs> you, that's you do have to enjoy it so definitely if, if you are an older student and you are wanting to to do this yeah long distance learning is, if you have to work is ideal it will fit around but you they will you will not have a social life i've not had a social life for two years at least it's one of those trade-offs i'm now looking to do um my phd and i'm thinking that's gonna be another two or three years I personally am not interested in having a social life at the moment anyway, <laughs> so it doesn't bother me. Um, but it's certainly something that you need to consider. And also, like you said, you have to really like the subject. Yeah, definitely. It makes it much more yeah. easier. One of the things I, I, that gets overlooked, and this goes back to your social media, when you put out about your studying, is the amount of reading involved. Definitely. The amount of reading, yeah. especially on a law degree, it's overwhelming mm. and we get such a big list like every other university doing law they yeah. get long lists it's the same across the board but it's just not possible to read everything you, you try your best and you, yeah. but towards the end of the year especially in first year you figure out what you actually need and mm. what's just the extra reading and prioritization definitely is key when it yeah. comes to reading all the books that you have to read definitely, definitely. and uh post-it note 
post-it noting and, and section yeah. of chapters too yeah that's really important there is, there is a lot to it it's, it's it's not a case of just turning up um <laughs> yeah <laughs> trying to encourage you here like i'm doing the opposite sorry um so going back to work experience we touched upon this again in the mm-hmm. intro my long intro kind of waffled <laughs> in that one um you done work experience with uh charlotte's um mm-hmm. in the conveyancing team yeah. how did you find uh working with charlotte and the team and just mm-hmm. generally work experience at wells yeah i really enjoyed it um i enjoyed the fact that it was quite it wasn't i mean it was serious of course it was serious but it wasn't too like it was really friendly that's the word yeah. i'm looking for it was really friendly to get into and it eased my stress straight away um when I was doing the work experience with Charlotte. Charlotte was really, really lovely. And she explained all the tasks well. And I liked the fact that she gave me a task, for example, talked a bit about it, then sent me off to do it. And then we'd call back on FaceTime about it. And she'd run me through everything and run me through what I'd done well, what I could improve on. And I think that was really helpful that she wouldn't give me all the points that I had to then go and look at the whole work thing myself and yeah gave me a bit more independence but at the same time a lot of help yeah that was really good i really enjoyed that oh that's that's so yeah that's really good (laughs) feedback actually it's nice to know um so we offer online work experience in it's sort of like a hybrid in terms of um charlotte who is um a senior um solicitor within the firm she she gives great advice and great um support but equally as you were saying it, yeah. it's independent learning too and it, it is remote at the moment yeah. but you do have that hybrid approach of the facetime calls the phone calls all those mm-hmm. type of things obviously covid has made us change our, our sort of approach to yeah. work experience but we're still committed to helping young yeah. people get into law which and is also good. the the tasks vary so they're not literally yeah. all the same like old oh, drafting drafting there's a few drafting tasks there's a few email tasks and then some tasks where you have to go through and look through things and fill in forms so they're all different tasks so it's not literally you're doing the same thing for days and days yeah which is good so that's yeah. cool yeah so you um bit of a variety i think yeah in terms of like coming in and helping with with what we do the marketing department is very varied so this morning before i came here i was web designing and now i'm doing a podcast and when i go back i'll be doing something different probably blog writing or mm-hmm. um i'll be doing some kind of advert or, or something like that so my day quite varies i also get involved with strategic marketing of the company yeah so be, just because of my my role i tend to be involved in the actual uh, management side of things mm-hmm. as well so it is very varied and I don't think people fully understand that aspect either yeah um when you go into law there's many different avenues you can go down we have a few different departments so you know it's not just mm-hmm. it's not just churning out conveyancing as such yeah. which is again another misconception there's a lot to it um and you could be, yeah. you could you know, go into the private client department mm-hmm. for example or um we've got commercial um employment so there's lots of different avenues yeah. you can go down and exactly. i suppose the bigger the organization the more variation there is as well yeah and also the tasks i done even like like i said they were different tasks yeah they were also that with different departments so it wasn't just conveyancing yeah. it was contract conveyancing will drafting and yeah. different stuff 
that that I think is really important. I love that aspect to what we do. It's, it's such buried. a nice pattern. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, what would you say to students? I'm losing my voice. <coughs> Shouldn't cough during COVID. Do you notice that during COVID, you're like, I can't cough. <laughs> mm. What would you say to students considering undertaking work experience? Do it. Go for it because <laughs> it's such a useful thing. I I. I underestimated work experience in my first few weeks at university for sure and in the long run it's going to be really helpful for applications especially the work experience with hours was really helpful like I said within different departments and learning different yeah. things and I think as well on your CV having had undertaken work experience it shows that you are keen to learn mm-hmm. exactly it shows that you haven't just done your degree you've actually gone that bit extra which employees will look for yeah definitely um, you know training contracts too they'll they'll look at these things as positive so yeah yeah and you can learn so much from work experience yeah. the skills you gain mm. you can showcase it in your in future interviews with law firms and whatnot so it's definitely really helpful yeah definitely i agree and just being in that environment mm-hmm. and absorbing it all yeah um and i guess this goes back again to what we we're talking about stereotypes but what what stereotype did you have of a solicitor and has that changed since your work experience definitely definitely have we, have we shattered that illusion <laughs> <laughs> well i didn't have a very off kind of point of view of what a solicitor did but i did have a stereotype that all they do is sit in front of a computer which to some degree is correct but it's not at the same time. There's different phone calls. There's meetings you have to go to. Some solicitors go to court still. So there's a whole different aspect to mm-hmm. it, not just sitting in front of a computer. So definitely yeah. that changed. Um, when I was with Charlotte, she was talking me through as well what she was doing um, on the side um, with work. And there was loads of phone calls involved in that. Yeah. So it's not just sitting in front of a computer writing emails. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I was younger, I just imagined an older chap and dark wood sort of littering his office and yeah. he'd be there with some sort of fountain pen writing on very that's another one yeah, <laughs> very expensive paper <laughs> that is another yeah. one for sure definitely what that yeah definitely my stereotype and the book cases oh the book case, loads and loads of books. loads of books but that to some degree is true though the amount of books yeah there is a lot of books involved <laughs> a lot of it now is online though yeah so the, that's the true society have, have a great online library yeah loads of resources good. online now which is good yeah lexus nexus has a great mm-hmm. westlaw as well yeah and di- there's loads there's <laughs> no. loads so the, the books are are minimizing <laughs> soon there'll be no need for that library case so yeah <laughs> soon good um so sorry I'm, I'm really off track i'm trying to read the questions out as you can probably see in my paper um <laughs> What do you think could be done to achieve more equality in the legal sector? Mm-hmm. What do you mean specifically by equality? That's Is a it tough just one. There's so, different, like... Yeah, so different people. So f- one of my kind of passions is about inviting more people into the law firm and, and awaking this pathway. The As a sector, traditionally, the law, the law sector has a bit of a reputation, whereas I said... Um, it's gonna sound terrible, but I don't mean it's terrible. It's probably gonna come out as, but it tended to be an old male white club, mm-hmm. um, without meaning to bring race into a conversation. But it's sort of a bit hard not to have this conversation without bringing it in. To be yeah, fair, yeah, definitely, it's important to bring up. Them. Yeah, and that's how it, because it's a very old institute. And that's how it's been for a while. 
mm-hmm. um, there was a book that I read that was actually published in 2002 and it's part of my studying which was a which was an old law book and it referred to partners as him his it was like wow. male constantly male and that was like hang on a second and I actually looked to see when the book was published I was thinking 1970s 1980s and it wasn't it was in the 2000s so I was really shocked oh. um so for me the fact that Atwell's have a 50 50 partner split between That's men really and women good. is fantastic the fact that we have all sorts of races working for us is fantastic because mm-hmm. i think we literally are a a micro was it micro cob, cob, i can't even say the word <laughs> but we, we basically mirror our um our community which is fantastic yeah. and so i suppose i'm talking about equality I'm, I'm addressing those issues and sort of saying how from a young perspective how do you think that the law sector can improve on on that I think that was a, probably a bit ahead of the curve in terms of mm-hmm. generally, but... I think one of the things I'm going to mention firsthand is grades, and that comes and mixes within, like, backgrounds. People coming yeah. from different backgrounds. Some people, um, for loads of reasons, might not be able to achieve those grades at school, at high school, at college or A-levels, but that doesn't mean that they're not smart people. Yeah. And that goes to both genders, obviously male and female. And something I've seen on loads of law firms' website is focusing on grades a lot, which I don't find fair because I know I only have two GCSEs, for example, and I'm studying a law degree. And across the board, I don't hear about law students having only two um, GCSEs. They have more than that, like five, six A stars and whatnot. And I don't have that. I barely scraped a pass on English and maths, to be honest. And I know I am still going for it, um, with my law degree. So not focusing on grades, no matter kind of what background you're from and what schools you went to, etc. So kind of in applications, for example, letting everyone have an interview, no matter if they failed their GCSEs, for example. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the way it could be achieved more. I think that's a good point because I think you can be academically strong, but you can also be practically strong. Exactly. And those are two very different things. I would probably say that I lean towards the more practical side. And academic, despite the fact I'm doing a master's, has been forced. Yeah. It's not something I naturally find um, easy. I have to really, really try. I probably put more hours in than than I need to but I have to for me mm-hmm. yeah definitely so yeah I, I completely get that and I left high school with like E's and mm-hmm. F's and I think my only B I got was in religious education which is <laughs> odd mind you I'm a Buddhist so maybe it's not so <laughs> odd um, so yeah I do underst- I do get that actually I think it's a really good idea of just not focusing and actually taking the, the, the person and looking yeah. at looking at what what other um skills they have i think that's one of the great things again about at wells is that we do offer entry level um junior paralegal roles yeah exactly where it's you start off doing little bits of admin and you can build your way up as i said this is the journey of one of our partners and so um, they've gone from that position right away to the top and you can do that there's no harm in doing it that way and I think that does open the door for a lot of Definitely. people that you would struggle because that's, that's the key yeah you can't help your family background or where you happen to be born and exactly. you can't get away from the fact that if you were in certain 
different scenarios, your options would be different. I mean, for example, and he sounds like I'm slurring my whole <laughs> high school. I'm not, because it's completely different now. you got to think, I was at high school and doing my education in the 1980s and 1990s. So we're going back a fair bit now. <laughs> but no one ever spoke to me in my in career, career progressions about law or about degrees. It was just assumed that I'd go to college and do what I had to do for that year, because mm-hmm. we had to, and it was only like a year, you had to stay in, two or 17. Yeah. That I would do that, it would be a kind of course where you just would attend, mm-hmm. but you really wouldn't be focused. Or I'd end up going to, to sort of work and get signed off that I was okay to go to work, so I just didn't have the grades. Yeah. And that was it. It was like, well, I've just pick any course, and what do you want to do in your future life? And it was like, do you want to do these? And the, the things that came up were always like factory working and cleaning and yeah, care assistant. And all it's like from working in the shop. And, and not that there's anything wrong with those things. There's not at all. Um, my son is a cleaner, just so you Me know. Too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. So there's nothing wrong with those things. Yeah. And I've done all sorts of roles in, in my life just to pay bills and things. There's nothing wrong with that. But it was never because of the school I was in, because of mm-hmm. the grades that I was getting, there was no aspiration to, well do you want to try and retake your GCSEs? Do you want to then look at maybe this and this? It yeah. was all very much like, no, 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 that's not mm-hmm. for you. No one in my family had ever just done a degree. Mm-hmm. come from a very working class family from an estate. We didn't do those things. It wasn't in our family. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I definitely understand what you're saying there because these things are not discussed. And if you're not used to it, if you come from a family background, especially I can imagine if your family maybe are on um, uh, receiving benefits or maybe and that's what your that's your background and that's a generational thing for you for you to sort of say I want to study to a degree would be like quite quite aspirational and almost get mocked so I can imagine that would be a fear part and also as well if you don't know about these things and no one in your family has done it before and you're the first as in my case how are you going to pay for this Mm. And that's another thing, understanding what you can get in student loans. If your family um, are financially struggling, you, you do receive benefits, um, tax credits, for example, or universal credits. You can get help. You can get more help for your student um, grants. Yeah. And they are grants, so you don't have to pay them back. Your student loan is something different. Mm-hmm. Um, you do have to pay that back, but it comes out after you're earning so much money. Is yeah. it 20, over 20,000 I think 25? so. Yeah, it's, I think 25. 25,000. Um, if you look on the... The website, if you just type into student loans, it'll come up information. Um, and you, so you don't start paying it back, and you pay it off in really small amounts from your yeah. from your pay packet. You don't have to pay it all back at once. It's sort of like £20 or something a month, and it, it goes up as your wages go up. So you, understanding and learning these things, you know, it's very important. Um, doing your research. So again, if, if you are, just to reiterate, if you are in a low-income family please do look at the grants and support you can get. Speak to your university when you're applying and, and tell them, be very honest. There's no embarrassment, it's no shame that you mm-hmm. won't be talking to them about anything they haven't heard before. Have that conversation, just say, you know, this is this is my situation. So, but again, I guess you've got to get the GCSEs and A-levels to try and to do that. So, yeah, that's very challenging. We really went off topic then <laughs> and, and covered that quite widely. Um, so the other question I have here is, what area of law um, are you hoping to get into? So, at the moment, I haven't fully decided what area, but I am lo- looking more at the commercial or 
insurance um shipping kind of law yeah um yeah but i haven't fully decided at first i was like criminal law for sure (laughs) but in the long run i don't think it's going to be too good for my mental health in the long run i've had to sit through all the heartbreaking cases etc um so i think i'm going to be sticking to commercial law side for now so yeah yeah but i haven't i don't have a set one just yet hopefully (laughs) soon (laughs) you've got plenty of time that's fine um also when we have like trainees come in uh, they go around and they yeah, sit in different, different seats. seats yeah and you'll be surprised we've had so many people that have come in and said oh, I want to do this and then they do it and it's like mm, that's not what I was expecting <laughs> I actually really like this and yeah. it's like really surprising it's really really mm, odd and they can be yeah. very varied mm. in terms of you know someone thinking I want to do commercial but end up really enjoying private client mm-hmm. which is completely different but yeah. so you never you never know so there's plenty of time for that. yeah plenty of time um what career aspirations do you have so where do you see yourself maybe in five or ten years Ooh, I, I want to be a solicitor <laughs> by then hopefully qualified yep. um just doing what I enjoy basically whatever yeah. area I choose to properly be in but I want to be a qualified solicitor by then and then in 10 years maybe work my way up the ladder a bit yeah um and I definitely in the next five years I also want to do a master's um yeah. something to do with law but more a specific niche area rather niche than just a law, law master's yeah um so that's where I see myself <laughs> that would be that'd be good that'd be good yeah definitely, definitely do it yeah there's there's a lot of worth I think in doing master degrees it really hones your skills definitely I, I, it makes you specialize in something it does, specific yeah. yeah um how would you um well you've kind of said this but the last question was how would you rate your work experience at well so I guess if you're going to give it um out of five stars like they do in FIFO Ooh. <laughs> there's, a, there's say- a tricky I'd say four or four and a half, but the only reason a star is missing is I think it'd be better if it would be in person, which hopefully yeah. in the next few years it will be. Yeah. Then the experience would have been even better. But apart from that, I didn't... All good, really. Yeah, okay. Taught me a lot, so... We'll, we'll, we'll take four, four and a half. That's, that's absolutely <laughs> fine. Be it that you did do your experience during COVID. So yeah. <laughs> it's definitely strange somewhat. Yeah. Um, hopefully when you come back in to do your day a week, it'll be better because... I'm doing it. <laughs> Not that there's any competition, Charlotte, but yeah. Uh, you'll probably be like taking me back to Charlotte. <laughs> it's nuts. Um, okay, that's all from us today. So I hope you've really enjoyed our chat. We've we have gone off subject and I hope you know, we haven't sort of offended anyone. We we try not to, but we kind of speak quite openly here and it's a bit more of a table yeah. talk conversation than it is anything uh, sort of too professional. We're not sort of trying to watch our p's and q's but so hopefully you found yeah. it useful and you haven't been offended hopefully not um it's quite like hearted again i am i work in the marketing department i'm not legally trained so please don't take everything i say as as being absolute um i will put some links below for any subjects we talked about um particularly in relation to student support and, and financial help and links to our training program our work experience program too which will be quite useful 
please do click the like if you enjoyed this video subscribe if you're, you're finding this interesting and you want to find out more about at wells that'd be fantastic the more likes and subscribes we get the more um youtube will share our videos and it will get this information out to more people and that's what we're ultimately yeah. trying to do so thank you for watching this week's property pod and we'll see you again next week thank you